Welcome to More Than Four, brought to you by AltFantasySports.com. This is the podcast covering all the sports that don't fall into the mainstream. In America, we have four dominant sports, football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. But there are so many other sports out there that you probably aren't familiar with. Some that you may have heard of, like arena football, and others you have no idea they exist, like drone racing. We're going to be covering them all, talking to people who know and follow these sports. So join us as we dive into all the sports that you should be watching. All right, so welcome back to another episode of More Than Four, the podcast that basically covers everything outside the four big sports in the U.S. And today we've got uh, some of those really out the walls. Yeah, so I wanted to kind of go to kind of an extreme on this one, and I came across a podcast that was all about sumo wrestling. And that's, to me, like that seems so crazy that there is a show dedicated to sumo wrestling. Yeah, it's, it's apparently there's a whole lot to it. It's called the Grand Su- Sumo Breakdown, and it's actually a few uh, American guys that are just super geeks about sumo wrestling. That's crazy. Because <laughs> I think it's sumo wrestling. It's just like, I guess, like, it's really more of, I guess, like the American stereotype of like almost comedic. Yeah. I'd, before I watched the, the, you know, the clips they sent me just for this interview, I definitely had a cartoonish Mm-hmm. Uh, image in my head of of what sumo wrestling was. I guess the only time I really had any exposure to it uh, was from my childhood watching like WWF wrestling, and there was um, a wrestler called Yokozuma. I think. Oh yeah, remember him? I, I didn't really watch <laughs> wrestling as a kid, but I I know who that was. Yeah, yeah. but just watching it because we watched a little bit uh, from what the guys were saying. It's really it's a lot different than I thought. A lot faster. Yeah, that was the cool thing that really gripped me really quick about it was, I mean, most of these matches are less than a minute long. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of one and done. If you lose, you're, there's no rounds like in uh, American wrestling or anything like that. Yeah. And that's kind of something I had correlated in my mind was, I guess, thinking it was going to be more like traditional wrestling, like professional wrestling in yeah. America. Yeah. Where like two guys in leotards <laughs> grappling with each other. Yeah. But it's really... Very uh, there. There was a couple matches in the highlight reel that went on, but mostly it was like ten seconds and you're done. Yeah, it was basically yeah, the two guys that are about the size and build of an NFL lineman just running at each other and trying to push the other one over. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was pretty pretty interesting. That was another thing I noticed is a lot of their hand techniques resemble mm. you know professional American football with at the uh, you know the defense and offensive linemen going at it yeah and it could just be we're both football guys so we'll see football and everything (laughs) yeah we're trying to see the comparisons wherever we go yeah yeah uh no but i think there's probably a lot of similarity there um, Mm -hmm. i would think i mean i'm not an athlete myself so i don't know but uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah but it really comes down to like leverage and like hand placement and Mm -hmm. though i do like the one move the guy just like as soon as the match started, just smacked the other dude in the face and then went at him. I, I think I somehow missed that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing, like, they go hard immediately. Yeah. Well, I guess you have to if you, you know, you just leave everything out there if it's one round and mm-hmm. it typically lasts, you know, 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You like just, bashing heads. Yeah. One, yeah. One, one mistake, uh, one misstep and your, your day's over. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be a lot of pressure for them. So yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to contact these, the Grand Sumo Breakdown podcast guys and they kind of 
really broke it down and kind of give me a glimpse of the the depths that people can get into and what on the surface seems like a pretty simple sport. Awesome. Let's get into it. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. I uh, you know didn't start this week thinking that I'd be watching some sumo wrestling, but it was really very interesting. I went in this with not knowing what to expect at all. And the first thing that really grabbed me in this was the realization that these are very short matches. It's not like wrestling or anything like that where there's rounds. Um, a lot, some of these matches lasted seconds, you know, and it's one and done. If you lose, the match is over and you're done. And so the stakes were incredibly high. And so the second I realized that, I was kind of all in and watching this thing. Yeah, it's high drama. It, it's, it's concentrated drama. There's a lot of it in like a couple seconds and then that's it. You got to pay attention and then it's over. So yeah. if you missed it, it's your own fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, for that, I was thinking this would be a great kind of social event to watch. Or, you know, you have people over, you have a, a group of your friends, and the matches are short or a minute, and you can intensely watch those, and then you have 20 minutes to kind of hang out before the next one. Yeah, if you're watching the the live feed, normally what, what we get here in the States is a highlights of the previous day. Uh, but, it, you know, if you stay up until the awful early hours of the morning and you want to watch it live, it's about one match every five minutes. There's there's a lot of ceremony in between. Yeah, definitely a lot of time, especially on the later days, to build up that drama of some championship matches and all the other consequences. Tell me a little bit about your guys' background. How long have you been watching this sport? Uh, we kind of discovered it by happenstance. We're, we're college friends. So we, we've always been hanging out and whatnot. Yeah. And then we, uh, we've been running a podcast about it and, you know, learning as we go. But, uh, yeah, about, about three years of experience watching it and about a year and a half of, you know, pretending that we're experts and talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) I think (laughs) pretending that we're experts is the thing that to emphasize there. Yes. (laughs) So with your three years experience, how would you guys recommend people starting to watch this sport? If you've never seen anything, you don't know anything about sumo, what's the best place to start? I think starting like this is kind of how we got into it. Watch it, see if it hooks you, just the sport itself. And then I'm just going to kind of throw our introduction to sumo podcast. That was the first one we ever did. And actually, in a couple of hours, we're going to be recording a new one because we recently re-listened to it and realized we've learned a lot more <laughs> since we released that first one. So we're actually going to have an uh, introduction to Sumo where it kind of goes over all the terms that you'll need to know, and that'll be coming out. It's, it's something where you can just jump right in and learn as you go, you know, if it's interesting enough on its own. But there's so many resources out there, like Wikipedia actually has, has a great of all the vocab words and things like that. And there are other other people who post different videos and different highlights and things like that. So it's it's something that you can either just jump and there is one more resource if you're a stats nerd like a couple of us on the podcast are. There is a Sumo database that pretty much has the entire history of Sumo on it. And so we like to go deep into the numbers sometimes, go for like how has this compared to other things that have happened in Sumo history? and stuff like that, and that has been a fantastic resource for us. It has everything you'd ever want to know that's ever happened in Sumo. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Definitely, it definitely seemed like the type of thing where there was a whole lot going on that I didn't understand because I was a newbie. So it's, it's one of those things where you can just catch a few matches casually, and it's like, oh, okay, that was kind of cool, but if you really want to drill down, there's a whole lot there to drill down into. Yeah, what the, the video that, that we had recommended was 
was the final day of a tournament. The, the tournaments last a full two weeks, and everybody only has one match per day. And that's it's and it's easy to follow. You know, like a fifteen twenty like once a day for two weeks is pretty easy to keep up with, and it keeps the drama building uh, that entire time. And then you know you only have a short off season, about a month and a half. And, uh, yeah, there's there's really no off season, and the drama is is there for a you know a sustained tournament. Yeah, and it is important to point point out too. It had English commentary. So it was very watchable for, for us dumb Americans that only speak one language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely going to help newcomers get into it because they'll explain everything that you need to know. Yeah, they try and cover vocab on that. That particular highlight video is the official NHK. That's, that's like the, the TV channel in Japan. That's like their official highlight video that they put out. And you can find that on YouTube. Where is the best place to watch these games or these matches? And first of all, what is the correct terminology there? Is, is it a game or a match? Uh, each day they're called matches, but the tournaments are called basho. Okay. Well, the best place that we have found to watch them is actually on YouTube. There are several different uh, review videos that will happen. Usually they're out within a couple hours of the matches being over. Or if you're lucky, there will be a live stream on YouTube where if you stay up and have a lot of coffee, you can watch <laughs> the matches live, which... Highly recommend those for anybody that really gets into it. It's a lot of fun, and then you're right there on the edge of, the, of your seat with the drama. But if you're more of a casual fan, definitely wait till the next day. And then the English commentary, the highly produced NHK highlights English commentary ones, those will usually be up like 12 hours after the match has happened, so sometime early afternoon, early evening in America. Yeah, there's there's some videos that there's one particular guy that puts out his his short highlight videos almost right away when when the matches happen. But for the most part, if you're if you're watching in American time zones, if you know if you if you can wait till you get home from work or something on during the match during the, the tournaments, uh, that's that's when there will be a handful of options available to you. Okay, great. Now, yeah, speaking of that in American time zones, what kind of a c- community have you guys seen in America that you know, gets gets into into this. You know, you've been, said you've been doing the podcast for three years. Uh, what kind of following have you found as kind of local to the to the states? I think we've gotten a bit more of a following than we really ever expected. We kind of <laughs> just started the podcast just for something fun for us to do. Mm. Uh, but we really have found a community on Reddit r slash sumo. I think we've seen that really grown quite a bit since we started the podcast. Uh, also, Twitter, there's a very good community on there. That's where I get a lot of the news because most of the news you're going to get is in Japanese articles. And so there's a couple of people on there that will translate and pretty much give you the bullet points for all the news that's going on. Uh, the Probably the, the biggest centralized location for sumo news, sumo coverage, things like that is tachiai.com, T-A-C-H. I A I and I think com? it's dot org. Dot org. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that that's a group of Americans that um, just like us randomly happened across the sport and you know became passionate about it to enough to start producing content for it. So it's it's probably the the best place where you're going to get quick updates of news as it happens and translated into American English, perfectly accept uh, uh, accessible. And yeah, they're they're a great resource for for us anytime we're trying to keep up with current events. Okay. And I know uh, one thing my listeners are going to want to hear is uh, they're all really into fantasy sports. So is there any way to play like fantasy sumo or anything like that? You're dang right there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 
It's one of the, uh, for, for a stats nerd or for somebody interested in the numbers like that, it, it's a great sport because there's there, every single result is like a yes or no, and there's a bunch of, a bunch of results over the course of, of a Basho to follow. So Reddit has a game that they run. Our podcast, we actually, um, the, the, four, the four hosts, the three of us and the, the one guy who couldn't make it today, we, we get a, a listener from Twitter. We have some silly contest or something on Twitter each tournament and have somebody join us and we have our own system that we you know we talk podcast about you know trying to predict who's doing well and who isn't but yeah like i said just because it's so it's so you know yes or no based results it's it's pretty easy and there's a lot of systems out there but the the most accessible one is probably the one that you can find on reddit always right at the top of the sumo subreddit yeah and i don't know that there's like one main this is where you go to do fantasy sumo site you can go to Google, type in fantasy sumo. Like Jake said, you'll find a couple of different ones there. So I don't think there's like one main one, but if you want to find it, you can find something that works for you. Yeah, and this the scoring is is pretty straightforward too, because like there's you know, there's a yes or no for for a match. There's special prizes that are awarded to certain wrestlers based on certain conditions over the tournament. You know, there there's a lot of things that are all pretty pretty clear and pretty quantifiable. So because it's a tournament, is it Similar to like a March Madness bracket or something like that? No. So everybody, there's in the top division, there's 42 wrestlers in the top division, and everybody has one match per day. And the winner is whoever has the best record after those 15 days for their matches. Okay. So if somebody goes 15 and 0, they're going to be the winner. If the best record is 12 and 3, they're the winner. If there's two people with 12 and 3, they're going to have an immediate rematch after the final match of all the tournaments, and then that determines the winner. Okay, so that could be really fun. It's basically like season-long fantasy compressed into two weeks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Absolutely. And yeah, there on, on rare occasions, I think there was, um, there's one that I've read about that was like 1993, 4, 5, somewhere in there. There was like a, a five-way playoff because everybody ended with the same record. <laughs> so that, yeah, it, it, it doesn't happen super often. Over the course of 15 days it's it's pretty rare maybe once a year we'll get a playoff we haven't seen one since september september 2017 Mm -hmm. yeah so it's yeah i mean even you'd think it would happen occasionally but it's more rare than you think but when it does it's kind of the uh it's kind of like the most focused uh most dramatic three second thing that you're gonna watch yeah okay especially if it's a low ranker if you've got a low ranker that is the same record as one of the top guys mm-hmm. you automatically want to root for the low guy unless you really like the top guy it it can get crazy yeah so uh just another thing that really surprised me about this when i watched it uh, although this it all took place in japan it wasn't just japanese guys in there it seemed kind of pretty a pretty cosmopolitan sport there seemed like a few eastern europeans and things like that in there um is that what you guys have seen as well yeah, sumo. The sumo world is kind of divided into not really teams, but more like uh, training camps where the guys will all train together. And each each training camp is allowed to have up to one foreigner, like you know somebody who's not Japanese, I guess. So it's it's something where there aren't a lot of them, but they're highly recruited when they are talented guys. So so even though there's only like one per training camp of like you know fifteen guys maybe or something like that. If there is that one foreigner who's made it into the world of professional sumo, he's usually really talented. So up at this top division, the the videos that that we were watching here, yeah, there's I think there's two or three Europeans, 
who else is there? There's a handful of Mongolians. Mongo- is Brazilian. There's a Brazilian, yeah. Uh, Chinese, so Kokurai. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, what's what's kind of interesting is that um, for for the last uh, 20 years or so, the the guys who have made it to Yokozuna, which is like the the absolute tippy top. Uh, uh, cream of the crop rank. Only seventy-two people have ever been called Yokozuna. Yeah, in the in, history of the sport. In like, yeah, in like two hundred and fifty years, there have been seventy, seventy-two of these guys, and currently the only active Yokozunas are uh, Mongolian. Mongolia has kind of a history of wrestling that's very similar to sumo wrestling, so it's it's very easy for Mongolians to cross over uh, if they have that kind of a background. But yeah, there's. In this top division, it, there's a lot more diversity than you might see in the in the lower divisions of sumo. Okay, interesting. All right, so if people, after listening to this interview, are intrigued and want to know more, obviously the first thing they should do is um, subscribe to your podcast, The Grand Sumo Breakdown, follow you on Twitter, all that stuff. But then what's the next thing they should do to check out this sport? I don't know. I think you nailed it right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Honestly, the, the next best thing they can do is just find some matches on YouTube and start watching. Start finding the guys that you like. See if Sumo pulls you in like it did for us. And honestly, just start asking questions. If you have a question, there are great resources available. Ask them, look it up, and delve deeper down the rabbit hole that is Sumo. Yeah, places like Reddit, there there's communities that are not enormous, but they're very dedicated. Um, it's people from all over the world that have found the same weird thing that they want to hang out and talk about. So, you know, it's it's generally a very, very helpful, accepting community that wants to wants to talk about sumo with other people. So, yeah, places like Reddit, Twitter, if you get if you can find those those little communities, they're they're always happy to help and, and guide you to some great matches or historical moments or things like that. And then also make sure you bookmark that tachii.org website because that is where you're going to get all the news. They will recap every day of the tournament. So that is a fantastic resource for daily updates. Okay, great. And I want to just reiterate what you guys were saying earlier, too. This is a very digestible sport. There, it, there's not going to be a huge time commu- commitment. So go ahead and, like they said, just go to YouTube and watch a couple matches. It's only going to take a few minutes of your day, and you'll know right away whether you think you're going to be into it or not. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking to me, talking to me today, guys. Yeah, I'll let you. I know you've got. You said you've got the a new introduction episode coming out in the next week. So probably about the time this episode is dropping, you'll have that live as well. So uh, we'll go ahead and drop that in the show notes. People can go over there directly after this podcast and listen to that and get some more information. All right. Sounds awesome. perfect. So that was was it. What, what are the Grand Sumo podcast? Yeah, the Grand Sumo Breakdown Perfect. podcast. And you can probably find them wherever you find your podcasts in your podcast player. And we'll be sure to put a link in the show notes, as well as links to, because they mentioned the subreddit, r slash sumo. Yeah. And then org, <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, we'll put a link in the show notes so you can find it there. So, Brian, are you going to continue to follow sumo wrestling? I don't know that I'll follow it, but I'll definitely, I'm definitely going to have some people over to the house one day and put it on and just see what happens. <laughs> there you go. That sounds fair. Yeah. I mean, as entertaining as it is, I just, there wasn't enough of like a pull for me. So it's probably going to be something occasionally I might dip into, but not something I follow regularly. Yeah, I get the same vibe. I think I'll, I'll definitely, well, I'll, I'll definitely follow these guys on Twitter and everything too. So I'll get the, they say, whoa, this is a crazy match. Check this out. I'll probably... You know, it's a, that's that's one of the best things about this is a, it's a very low time investment. 
So, you know, if you're scrolling through your feed on Twitter and now I'll see some stuff come up occasionally and I think I'll enjoy it. Yeah, the highlight, because I think it was like an entire day of matches, but it was like a 20 minute highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. And they were saying those typically come out the day after for us in the in the States with the English dubbing over it so or the English speaking over it. So yeah, maybe something to start your day off with. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cause I said in the interview, like if you have enough coffee, you can probably stay up and watch it. But... <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> stay up and watch it real time <laughs> well awesome i think that's all we got on sumo wrestling brian do you have other interviews lined up in the future like what are we going to be looking at later on so yeah so you know you and i are both football guys so this is heavily favored on the football <laughs> side of things but it turns out there's american football all over the world um and so i'm going to talk to a few people about that you know especially uh japan mexico Australia, Germany, it's all over the place. So we're going to talk to a few people that watch some of those games and get their reactions on it. Along with uh, some sports that I'd, I'd heard the name of, but I don't know anything about. I mean, hurling, field hockey, lacrosse, that's kind of an American thing. So some people might be more familiar with that than me. I don't, I don't know anything about it, though. Yeah, I'm familiar with it, but not like, I know what yeah. it is, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then um, we're hopefully going to get into some other kind of really crazy ones like we just did with Sumo, sumo you know, just esports in general. And uh, a big one I've got line, lined up is the Drone Racing League. That's crazy. I'm looking forward to that one because that yeah. sounds so crazy. <laughs> it's it's definitely crazy. I've, I've seen on a, on a smaller scale, not the professional league, the Drone Racing League is a professional league, but I've seen some local stuff. It's pretty cool to go check out if you ever see that pop up on your Facebook feed. Go go watch some local drone racing. It's fun. I'm definitely going to have to <laughs> check that out. All right, guys. So be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss all those episodes. And until next time, take care. <laughs>